Coming to you live from the JRE Tobacco Aladino Mobile Studios, it's the Cigar Pulpit. Hello everybody and welcome to another sermon from the Cigar Pulpit. I'm the Bishop of the Bird, Nick, and uh, with me via Zoom is uh, Nick Gervais. Owner of my monthly cigars and fucking good coffee. What's up? Not much. How hey, are you? How are you? Oh man, long time. Long I know, time right? I know. Well, um, so, me back right away. Yeah. Well, you know, we're we're talking parishioners top uh, top list of 2023, and well, since you kind of did list. all all the work to uh, yeah the the top cigars of 2023, the list of the I mean, yeah whatever. Call I, it what it is. Yeah, I, I, the parishioners. Cigar pulp parishioners top twenty five cigars of twenty twenty three. I'm I'm tired. So it's not anyway, just any. It's not just any list. But you did the work, and so I brought you on to help talk about that. So we're we're talking about that. So, um, now before we get into it uh, too far, I'm going to address the elephant in the room, which is the fact that I am in a room, and so <laughs> as a result of that, I don't even want to make the joke. I. Oh, you son of a bitch! I, mean, well, I thought that's where you were going. No, when you said I'm in the room. really? No, I'm just, meaning I'm in a room. Right. So start the show. Over. I start can't now. So I can't <laughs> smoke. I'm inside and I'm 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 out of town and I'm staying with family and uh, well I'm the only option for having a cigar is going outside and given the fact that it's stupid cold out right now um, and dark I chose to. Uh, not have a cigar and to do this inside so i will not be smoking tonight however what are you smoking tonight uh i found this cigar you found i was out of them yeah i found one uh i thought i was out of them it is the uh diesel uh from i think last month or the month before a box the diesel wicked okay torpedo yeah well there you go big punch powerful punch okay i was smoking some of uh december's box earlier today and those go out today uh when this airs oh okay. so those will be outside i want to smoke one of those and kind of shove it in people's faces so <laughs> you know what I'm saying? heaven forbid that you shove something in somebody's face <laughs> I mean, you know. get arrested for shit like that. <laughs> exactly <laughs> well if i were smoking the, uh, they uh, for it. oh okay they have <laughs> she asked for it officer she asked for Ooh, it you should <laughs> see what she was <laughs> So a nice if, cardigan. If, <laughs> a nice cardigan. If I were, we're smoking, a little overtired, right? Yeah, a little bit. Sorry, goddamn. Sorry, Dan. Sorry. If I were smoking, the official cut would be brought to you by Dan the Man Ponder over there at Riverman Cigar Company of Crestwood, Missouri. He's got all kinds of great cigars for your smoking enjoyment right now, and uh, you know, like me, maybe you're in a situation where you're in the St. Louis area. You. Are in you're you're maybe staying with family, staying with friends, or maybe you just don't have anywhere to go outside and smoke in cold weather. Well, you can go to Dan the Man Ponder's place and have a cigar in his lounge because Dan's one of the few places in St. Louis that actually stays open fairly late. I mean, even their holiday like wintertime hours when they shorten their hours, they close at 8 p.m., which is still later than a lot of lounges around. So, you know. You can still go and have a cigar in the lounge and, uh, you know, enjoy it in nice, comfortable, warm temperatures. 
So if you're in the St. Louis area, go by Riverman Cigar Company. If you're not in the St. Louis area and you still want to support a brick and mortar, you can give him a call because he does do mail order, and he will get a shipment of cigars sent to you right away. It's Riverman Cigar Company of Crestwood, Missouri, and with that, it's time that we go ahead and... Did you do it? Yep. It was very weak. It's right here. Oh! <laughs> Cut the cigar. <laughs> Was it really loud? Because I couldn't hear that. I think you, I I think you plowed the speaker into the microphone, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> like that jet you thought came to the yeah. tent earlier. Dude, something made a noise that sounded like a jet engine coming through your tent earlier. Anyway. Holy shit. So, okay. So, guys. Remember talk- Cigar Company, Crestwood, Missouri. Yes. We are talking about the uh, Cigar Pulpit Parishioners. Top cigars of 2023 list and top 25. Top 25. Yeah. And so um, it wasn't always supposed to be a top 25 list. Correct. Last year it was Correct. a top 10 list. We had every intention of it being a top 10 list. But uh, so the way this list works is I have nothing to do with it. Nick only manages the data, he has nothing to do with it. This is purely driven by the listeners, by the parishioners. So within the parishioners group on Facebook, we solicit nominees for for uh, for voting. And so the parishioners fill out a form where they this year they they nominated their top three cigars of the year. And in terms of criteria, Nick, correct me if I'm wrong. There really isn't much criteria. It's it's not like it had to come out this year. Um, basically, right. it's. What are you enjoying in 2023? So there's some new stuff. There's some old stuff on the list. Yeah, we kind of look, we're no big publication. You know, we're just two sexy guys trying to do a cigar, you know, top cigar list. You know what I'm saying? Uh I don't know what that was, but um, don't do it. Don't ever do that again. (laughs) Oh, Billy. In front of me. (laughs) Something's growing downstairs. Um, While tingling in my trousers. Um, I lost my train of thought. Uh, yeah, so we don't yeah. have any criteria. Yeah, yes. no, I know we're talking about that. Yeah, asshole. Yeah, yeah. All right. <laughs> so there's no, <laughs> there's no criteria. Um, it's really kind of, it's not easy to do that. You know, that's a lot of information to say, Hey, what came out this year? And then we got to double check and fact check it. And, and a lot did come time, out this year. A lot did. No, no doubt. People. Yeah. And they, last year was the same. So the criteria was essentially, you know, what was your favorite cigar this year? What smoked well? Did it come out this year? Fine. If it didn't, it's not a big deal. And and you'll see with the list, uh, or as people have already seen, most of the list has come out. Um, you know, there's a lot of stuff that didn't come out this year. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, simple criteria. You know, maybe we narrow it down next year. I don't know. But I kind of like this way because, you know, if, if something new came out, if we limited it to something new, we couldn't have this top 25. And like you said... You know, this wasn't intended to be a top 25 list. We intended to do a top 10 list. But going through the nominations, the parishioners just absolutely crushed it this year. And we had so many that I said, okay, we can do a top 25 with the data that we have. And we'll just throw it all out there rather than you and I. Because we talked about what? Narrowing it down to maybe 25 and then they vote on 10, right? That was the problem is that, you know, there were what? 40. We had 46. 46. After breaking down duplicates, there was a lot of duplicates. 
uh, <clears throat> excuse me, we had 46 individual cigars that were nominated. That were nominated. But the thing is, if we did the top 10, you and I would have had our hands in this because we would have been deciding, well, cutting yeah. things up. That's the pro, and that was kind of the problem that that we had mm-hmm. was, you know, how do we present forty six cigars to the parishioners for voting, and then say, okay, guys, your top ten. Well, as as we noticed, some of the vote totals were very very close, and so you know, it, by doing so, you kind of cut some of these cigars, you know, out maybe by just a smidge from from the list if you did only a top mm-hmm. ten. Um, and so we kind of decided, screw it, let's do a top 25, throw it out there. It is what it is. And, you know, Mm -hmm. we we go at it that way. Well, we had so many cigars that, you know, we had everybody vote for their, they ranked out of those cigars, they ranked their top 10, you know, and it was scored based on that tiered scoring. And we had so many cigars that we could take that scoring, all the scores and extrapolate it out to a top 25. Precisely. You said it more eloquently than I did. Because I said extrapolate. I just caught myself. <laughs> You're like, $5 word. Okay. <laughs> anyway. Give me so, a $6 word. So, yeah. So, we, we, you know, so that that's basically how that all came about. And uh, mm-hmm. now, now, there was one little oddity. In, and so, anyway, d- well, before we touch on that, basically from there, the list is put out, the parishioners vote. And then the data is compiled, and that's the list. So once again, you and I have absolutely nothing to do with picking who's on the list, the placement on the list, anything like that. It is purely 100% parishioner nominated and parishioner voted. Yep. So yep. even even down to the thought the the thought process behind it, even down to putting the cigars out for the voting. Uh, portion of it they were listed in alphabetical order yep just to make things clean it wasn't a matter of uh, i'm gonna put this one nope Nope. alphabetical order you choose um you know and if you want to be at the top of the list next year for voting then start your brand at the letter come out with something in the name exactly (laughs) um anyway but there was some like little little oddity in the voting there were well correct me if i'm wrong there were two cigars they didn't get any votes. Correct, which is mind-boggling well, because yeah. when you, of the way this runs. Yeah, because when you told me that, I was like, well, then that means that two people, at least, well, theoretically, at least one person, because I guess one person could have dominated both of these cigars. So, minim- I didn't look back, so, so minimum of one person, you know, mm-hmm. um, maximum, I guess, of two people, whatever. Anyway, the bottom line is, Two cigars were nominated by an individual, and that individual didn't vote for the cigars that they nominated. So either they looked at the list and said, holy shit, 46 other cigars here are better than the one that I nominated, so I'm going to, you know, whatever. Um, Way off. You know, but what? I'm sorry? <laughs> they sat there and said Samsonite. I was way off. Way off, you know <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know? Yeah, but the the bottom line, yeah, they they didn't vote for the ones they nominated, which I think is very bizarre. Mm, it is weird. It's like, hey, these are my top three, but I'm not going to vote for it. Yeah, I'm gonna, so I'm going to go over here and vote for this guy. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, mm-hmm. that was that was weird. But anyway, so, yeah, that was odd. So 
But we're not going to tell you who those two were. No, that's see, that would be a shit. lot of people are asking right now, like who, who, what were those cigars? What were those cigars? I will tell you this: we were talking about it before we came on. Nick thought it was a great idea. He's like, <laughs> no, wait a minute, he's like, no, do it. <laughs> I did not say that. I in fact said specifically, do not name the two cigars. No, you said that. Um, but then I came up with an idea that if people wanted it. Uh, if they wanted to know what they were. So if you want to know what those two oh, are, you care about spend this. A, I just don't want you to just blare, blur it out forever. <laughs> no, I would never just blur it out. <laughs> but anyone who spends $100 or more at fuckinggoodcoffee.com, <laughs> I will personally tell you the bottom two. So get your fingers on the keyboards, folks, and oh, light it up. <laughs> Buy some coffee and find out what cigars mm. got fucked. <laughs> I'll even do a Zoom with you, have a cup of coffee. Oh. And it has to be in one shot. It can't be... You know, I'm gonna buy ten here, ten there, hundred dollars one shot, and it's gonna be done by I don't know Monday. Let's call it this Monday. Okay, <laughs> whatever the day. You is. have this weekend to do this. You have the weekend. Yeah. So there you go. Okay. Go to the couch cushions. Get all your quarters and nickels and pennies, and let's go. All I'll right. tell you who they are. I'll I'll have a cup of coffee with you over Zoom. There you go. Nobody's well, gonna buy it. You know what? Because I threw in a cup of coffee on a Zoom. There's that. You know what? You never know. Somebody might. Mm. There might be somebody mm. that's like, I need a friend. My mother. <laughs> there you go. My mother's gonna buy it. She wouldn't listen to this mess. Uh, probably for the best. <laughs> no, probably for the forever, best. For everyone. Um, so yeah. So okay. So uh, why don't we go ahead now and jump into so. In this episode, because we are still rolling out the list, uh, we're taking our sweet ass time with it. I know some people have been, Hell yeah. you know, making making jokes at the expense. Yeah, you know, Mr. J, Mr. Jonathan, you know, Mr. Look, Jimmy, just because, just just Text because me. you guys want to be all like, you know, there are no losers. There's only the <laughs> one winner, and then everybody else is whatever. You know, it's like that's tie for second. Yeah, it's like look, you know, and and rainbows and unicorns and and you know fairies can live in your world mm-hmm. as well but you know in our world we have a ranking and um we're also not the authority so we have to you know drag this out a little bit and get a little attention for it so Mm-mm. no we're not dragging it out for any other reason other than this is the way it should be well we're getting at the end of the day. we're getting attention and the way and the reason i'm saying that is by doing it this way all the brand owners that are on the list get at least a day in the sun. They get their Everybody due. gets they their get due. They get their due. Yeah, exactly. And you, I'll tell you what. You put it out at once, been, eh, you know. Yeah. It's like, you yeah, know, exactly. you're, you're mushed in with everybody else. Precisely. But I will tell you, it, it, it's working. I'm actually really happy the way it's going because up to now, we've, we've uh, as of today, uh, sometime today this episode comes out, we will have number eight. No, number nine. Sorry, number nine. Number nine. Because we just did number 10 on Thursday. Number nine. Number nine on Friday. And uh, catch a niner in there. Number nine. And we, I don't know what that is. I don't know. <laughs> I'm, just, like, no, I'm just saying it. I didn't, it's not anything. Oh, uh, I didn't know that was I'm nice. just saying it, you know. <laughs> but I'm really happy the way it's going because you're seeing some of the brand owners so far interact. And they're they're 
gracious and you know and and to be honest they should be excited about this list because these are people who smoke their cigars yeah, the, and they're nominating them these are consumers consumers Correct. not not, right. not reviewers not magazines right. not shop owners these are straight up consumers that took their yep. hard-earned money put it down on the counter bought their product smoked it and said holy shit that's good enough for a top cigar of the year list Yep. So, I mean, it's 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 probably the purest top ten, top twenty five list out there. I concur. Meaning, it's it's fully consumer based. Now, is it as widespread as we'd like it? Nope. But I'll tell you what, it's bigger than it was last year, it and is. it's only going to get bigger next year. So that's what she said. But <laughs> um, but I am happy the way it's going. I am happy with some of the brand owners oh, um, that are what, interacting with it. If that's what she said. Yeesh. Anyway, um, yeah, I don't know. Whatever. Anyway, all right. So, without further yep. ado, let's get into oh, the list. Got a sound dropper? No. I was <laughs> no, you you made it sound like you're leading into a sound like No, <laughs> I have my board. It's set up. I got the you know Villiger dropper. The top twenty-five. Holy shit! What's that? How's that? In the year 2000. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Boy, uh, there's you know the sad part. There's going to be a percentage of listeners that hear that and have no idea what I'm talking about. And you know what's funny? I heard um I heard Conan actually talk about that recently yeah. and how, you know, they were like, "Well, what are we going to do with the bit after 2000 hits?" Like yeah. cuz they kept doing it. And he's like, no, we're, we're, we have to keep it the year 2000. Like, that's the bit. Like, it's fun. And he's, he was right. He's dead on. <laughs> guys, guys, brilliant, man. Brilliant, man. All right, yep. let's do this. Let, All right. Let's start with uh, 21 and 25 because that was the first batch that, that, of five. Right? All right. So we'll start at the at the uh, number 25. And sure. we'll, we'll start there. And, uh, you know, it's our friends over there at Aladino. It's the Aladino Corojo. Now, this is the core line. Every, the first one out of the gate, standard issue, Aladino Corojo cigar. This is not the Corojo Reserva. This is just a Corojo cigar. But I think, to be honest, this cigar maybe gets overlooked a little bit because of the Corojo Reserva and maybe because mm -hmm. of some of the future uh, um, um, releases that came along later. You know, like, um, well, like the Cameroon and... Uh, the vintage selection, you know, there's other ones that have come out since uh, since that one uh, that started all that I think this one kind of gets overlooked a little bit. So I, I think it's really nice that it made the list. Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, uh, Aladino is it's a standard with with the parishioners. Like it, it's it shows. Here's what it shows. I'll be on, and I'll just kind of tickle your nuts for a second. It shows the power of the pulpit of the podcast. It shows this is a sponsor, right? That's influential. You guys, the show is influencing these people to go out and purchase that and spend their money on Aladino and try Aladino and in, and find out, oh, shit, these are good cigars, right? Yep, exactly. So a so message out there to any brand owner that is in this top 25, Hey, you might be 11 to 25 now. Well, let's sprinkle a little sponsor money in there and for 2024. <laughs> uh, who knows? A year from now, you could be top 10, maybe number one. So, you never um, know. yeah, it, 
it's the power of the pulpit, man, for sure. And, and uh, I, I totally see that throughout the entire process of this. I saw it last year and, uh, and 100% again this year, uh, full-fledged. So, um, But, yeah, Aladino's – and Aladino's got two right there in, in the top – in the first five, first batch of five. Because exactly. they have the vintage selection in there as well. So right off the rip, Aladino – Well, you're jumping ahead. Look at that. Two. I know, but I'm just, you know, I'm telling you. Well, so so switching gears for a second, though, number 20, 24, we've got mm-hmm. the West Tampa White from Rick Rodriguez. Mm-hmm. Correct. Yep. Not a good cigar again. I was going to say, have you had the White? I've had them all. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, I, I lied. I have not had them all. I have not had. Nope. I did have the Attic Series. So I have had them all. Because I, I had not. that last time. I, was I have I have actually not had the white, and I have not had the Attic series. And then he has this okay. new one that's out. Uh, I have not had the new one yet, and I forget the name of it. It's, it's, it's named after a street, I think, isn't it? Mm-hmm. I feel like he was. I remember when I saw him at the expo, he was telling me about it that he okay. had a new one coming out because I'd asked him what was coming up, and uh, I don't think he gave me the name of it. Yeah, and even if he did, I'll be honest, Rick. I'm sorry, but it was not easy it's not easy to like yeah, it's for not, me to remember it's now i would remember off the months. yeah yeah so i would have remembered it after a few cocktails anyway so there you go you know well <laughs> as you pointed out number 23 is the aladino vintage selection and again fantastic cigar that uh you know uh it came out and um it added something different to the aladino um portfolio it had that uh crojo binder filler but it had that uh, aged uh, Habano wrapper around the outside. Super, super good cigar. Yep. And then number 22, we have the Alec Bradley Double Broadleaf. Yep, who our buddy Dave thought got robbed, but hey. What? It's a good cigar. Made top 25. Dave over at uh, Smoking Ass and Butts Tapping. He, he thought, I'm pretty sure it was him that thought that got robbed. Oh. He's mentioned something in the parishioners group. Oh, okay. How did it get robbed? I mean, it made top 25. Yeah, I was going to say, it made the list. Out of everything that's out there, mm-hmm. it made the list. So mm-hmm. that's awesome. But that's what's fun about these lists is it, it, it sparks that conversation. Like, hey, man, like this is, this, this should have been better. You know, it shows, hey, there's yeah. people that actually are passionate about these. There you go. And then number 21, we have the Garofalo Sun Grown. And, uh, you know, that's uh, that's Dave Graflo over there, two guys uh, smoke shop there. And, uh, you know, he was uh, very gracious about, um, you know, uh, his placement on the list. He admitted he'd like to see it a little higher, but at the same time said uh, he's in some really great company and, uh, you know, would have. Yeah, he was. Yeah. Um, I, I, I won't say numbers wise uh, uh, or anything, but I can tell you that uh it was damn close to cracking the top 20 and a lot of these were close to be yeah they were literally like a vote or two away maybe a top five vote ranking away from mixing up a whole bunch of cigars on this list you want to talk about the ra- the, the the voting process and how it was scored for just a second the tally? sure yeah sure. that, yeah, that yeah, way yeah. people kind of understand how it got where it got yeah, the only fair way that, that you can really do it is a weighted system, right? So if it, if a cigar gets a number one vote, like a, a top, you know, if people voted one through 10, 
they rank their one through ten. Yeah. So if we got a number one, it got ten points. And if we got a number two, it, it was nine, three, eight, so on, so on, down to ten, you get one. Um, so, for example, it, any cigar, let's say it got a, a five, right? So yeah. that would be six points. I can tell you from the numbers, right? It would have been ten is uh, one is ten, nine is one is ten, two is nine, three is eight. Four is seven, five is six. Okay. Okay. So it would have been six points. Yeah, you your face made me I was double check math. my math. I yeah. Yeah. Math is not my strong suit. Anyway. Yeah. So. Um but so think about it. If it gets a number five vote, just right in the middle there, you know, that's six points. I can tell you that six points could have really drastically changed a whole ton of these cigars. So and I can say for certain, I won't say by how much, but if that cigar got a uh five uh, would have been ranked another one ranked five yeah. it would have been in it would have been within five more it would have been the next batch wow for sure wow so that's that's how close these were and i look let me look at the list real quick i can tell you you know we're in the top 25 but there were i would say that there was five cigars that were one of those even a small vote away Really? Even like a six, even through like a six through ten ranking, could have got away into from, the list, right to yeah, right into the, the that bottom batch. Wow. So, so next year, you know, when when you're voting for these, like think about that. Like your vote actually counts. I mean, yeah. it's not you know this isn't <laughs> this isn't the oh uh, dude, you, you know, were, U.S. election system. Yeah, no, I remember the last day you were saying like, man, if we get even like a couple of votes here at the last minute. The whole, mm-hmm. like, not just the top 25, but he's like, you know, the top 10 could change drastically, you know. Like seven at the, through if, at the last 10. Minute. Yeah. Yeah. Seven through 10 could have just been jacked up uh, completely if we got late votes that went a certain way. Yeah. So that's how, like, so that's why nothing was set in stone until we actually shut off the voting. So, which is cool. That's good. That means all these cigars oh, are pretty fairly rated. Precisely. You know, there were a few that stood out completely, and, and you'll find out what those are. But, but yeah, the top, this, you know, to, to kind of wrap up this 21 to 25, they were tight. I mean, they were super, super tight. There you you go. know, it was, uh, it was good. It was solid. There you go. So, let's move on to the next batch, which is 20 through 16. And that starts with another selection from West Tampa Tobacco, and that would be the Attic Series. Yeah. Yeah, so Rick's got two already, right? So yep. let's not forget, too, last year's winner was the Black. Was the Black, West Tampa Black. Yep. So, you know, uh, again, power of the pulpit. You know, West Tampa was brand new. I mean, at this point, I think they're only about 20 months old or so. Yep. I don't even think they're two years old yet. And uh, this is a user-generated list, and – it won last year. Yep. At this time, being in business for less than a year, and I and know then, that Scott yep. over at the <clears throat> Smoking Butts and Tapping Ash, after hearing about the Black winning the parishioners thing, went out, mm-hmm. tried it, and it rapidly became, I think, one of his favorite cigars. He smoked a shit ton of those throughout the year. Out of the pulpit, man. That's yep. I mean, the influence is there, and then you can see this year already two of the the top 25 already yep you know so the number 19 goes to the stolen throne crook of the crown 
I really do like that cigar. I've had that. Uh, I don't have it as regularly as I would like, only because none of the shops in St. Louis, eh, I can't say none of them, none of the ones I go yeah. to uh, free, or, uh, frequently carry it. However, um, there's a few shops that I hit up while I'm on the road, um, like when I'm out in Indianapolis visiting my dad and whatnot, um, that uh, they carry it. And so I'll stock up and grab some there. Great cigar. Cool. So, uh, okay, I thought you'd maybe have something to throw in. but So number 18. Got a long list. <laughs> okay, I get Well, you know. <laughs> number 18, we have the All Saints Cigars Habano. Yep, Mickey. Mickey's one of those guys that you can tell he's appreciative of, of lists like this. Oh, for I mean, sure. This is what I was talking about before. Um, he's engaged. He's following it intently. I can tell. Uh, and that's awesome. And I'm hoping more brand owners are, are doing that. Um, and, and they all are. At this time of year, if you're not, if you're a brand owner and you're not following these lists and seeing where you fall, yeah. I mean, are you really caring about what people think? Yeah. Probably not. You know, you're just in it for the dollar and not to satisfy everybody. And, and Mickey's not one of those guys, who, you know, knowing him personally and, you know, outside of work, if that's what you want to call it. Um, and then talking to him and, and seeing him interact this way, he's active on this. And, uh, you know, you'll see he's uh, why he's active because he's got another one coming up later. So there you go. And number 17, we have the Dunbarton Tobacco uh, Sin Compromiso. I was surprised that one that was even nominated, to be honest, and, and not again, nothing against the cigar. Yeah. I just never thought that one would be in there because I don't think it's only it's a couple years old. Yeah. Jeez, and that's the thing. So, this is an example yeah. of, of a, you know, not a 2023 cigar that, you know, I mean, there's other ones that have, have been on this list, I guess, so far. Right. You know, but like this is one that it's been out for a while. But, hey, this nominator thought this one's smoking really good i'm gonna put it on the list and enough people voted to agree that here it is at number 17 and it's a good scar deserves to go. be in there then number 16 i'm gonna butcher this this is the uh roma craft <laughs> quinquagenario i uh, i pronounce it yeah similar roma craft quinquagenario that's how i there you go all right I and i could be way off it could be King Cajunario. <laughs> Who the hell knows? Whatever. Quinceanera. Have you had one? I have not. I have no. not either. Unless it was in a show pack from TCA. I don't remember. Um, but no, I haven't. Boy, that's a uh, good question. I don't know if it is. Uh, but I don't believe I've had it. Um, but my goal is to have, again, with this list, how influential is it? My goal is to have all these. I was going to say, there's other ones now <laughs> that I need to go out and seek out and try. And... Um, you know, it's one of those things that I'll do that. Roma Craft, sure. you know, as a brand um, in my area, I mean, I don't want to like their 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 reach in my area is a little limited. So, you know, that's also another brand that while I'm on the road, if I see something and I'm like, oh, hey, that's something different I don't see every day, you know, I might pick it up. So I'll have to take a look for that whenever I'm out and about. That's a that's a great point too. Yeah. You know, and that's another reason that these brand owners pay attention to these lists, something like that. Like, Oh man, yeah. you know, I'm getting a call from Southern Illinois. We're not out there. Yeah. But this guy's called me three times. Like, Hey, I what is the cigar? This. I want to. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, uh, 
Yeah, it's awesome. I think it's I think it's great. I think it uh, I think it does a lot more than just show a list of twenty five cigars for sure. And then uh, we're now coming into eleven through fifteen. So this will kind of get us through the the uh, the you know the the bottom uh, bulk of the list. Get uh, leaves just the top ten remaining. So coming in at number fifteen, we have probably, in my opinion, um, the I'm just gonna say it. In my opinion, my personal favorite cigar that Crown Heads puts out, the Mildius. So I I don't think I've had that to be honest. Um, really? Not, I, I, I don't I, I remember like, having. I feel like it's been out a couple of years now. Um, I do think they put out a different size this year. Now that size may be a limited deal. I don't know, like a different Vitola, like a limited thing. Mm. I don't know, but uh, super good cigar. You should. Well, you bring up another point. Uh, I want to kind of yeah. I definitely want to. Again, this list, those I haven't had, I'd yeah. love to try because obviously these are things that people like, and if they're good, I'm gonna try them. But you bring up a great point when you bring when you say Vitola and um, different sizes. Yeah, you know, again, that's not one of the criteria. It's it, we didn't yes. specify. Okay, it's got to be this Vitola. It's it's this brand, this blend, like this this name, this cigar. That's yeah. it. Let's not get specific on Vitolas. If we want to do that, we can. But I'll be honest with you. I don't want to really pigeon, gets, not pigeonhole it, but bring it down to that too nitty gritty. It's, it's too it's in too the much. weeds. Exactly. It's like too in the weeds being like, oh, I like just the petite Corona of this one, not the Toro, but the, you know, well, cause it's then like, it ruins the voting too, because then it's yeah. like, okay, let's say you got, you know, cigar ABC that in the Robusto is somebody nominated, then somebody nominated in the Toro and then somebody yeah. nominated in the Churchill. Now you go to vote for it. It's like, it's all spread out. Yeah. Let's just, it, it let's just go to ABC. It. Yep, exactly. It, it thins it out too much. So then, number 14, we have um, the Foundation Cigars Olmec Maduro. Now, that's a cigar that um, I maybe have had one of. However, I discovered prior to um, hitting the road to come on the trip that I'm on right now, that I have two of them in a little bag in my uh, humidor sitting there waiting for me that I must have bought at some point with the thought that, you know, oh, I'll do like a little review. You know, I've been collecting some mm -hmm. cigars for review purposes. And uh, I must have set those aside and forgotten about them. So I have two of those waiting for me for when I get home. Okay. Yeah, that's not one I've had either. Um, the but I'll, I'll be honest with you, the, the feedback on, on this list so far – there are some people like that. that's an awesome cigar. That so, is an awesome again, cigar. From what you know, everybody's saying. I've had it. Like I said, I know I had at least one of them, and I do remember liking it. I do. I can't tell you specifics necessarily because I only had the one. But um, but from uh, I will say this: Foundation cigars. I love what Nick Melillo's putting out. So you know, if this one's getting a lot of good buzz and everything like that, it must be a really, really good cigar because it's already coming from a good company that's putting out other good <clears throat> products. So, you know, yeah, it, it's it's got the uh, the juice behind it already. So yeah. number 13 is one that's definitely been around for a little while, but everybody still likes and, and still pushes. It's the uh, La Florida Dominicana, the Andalusian Bull. 
good cigar. I mean, really good cigar. It was a former number one yep. cigar aficionado. Um, and this is one of those cigars that when cigar aficionado releases their list, generally when there's a number one cigar, that cigar is top of the sales list, uh, you know, immediately consumers want to get it. Um, they're, they're going after it and they went after this one, but I think the smart thing that LFD did is they didn't over mass, they didn't mass produce and overproduce this cigar just to meet the demand Yeah, and sacrifice the quality of the cigar. And I thought that was awesome. So that's why now when you, it's hard to get, no, I don't want to say it's like super hard to get, but it's not an easy cigar to grab. Yeah. Yeah. So it's still got that little bit of mystique out there and people still want to get it and, and give it a shot. So, um, number 12, we have a, uh, entry from Christoph. It's the Christoph guardrail. Really good cigar. Really yeah. good cigar. In fact, uh, I've had a couple of those. Um, and in fact, remember we are part of that, uh, blind taste group. It, we are. And I had told you, I said, I believe this is the cigar is a Christoph guardrail. And it's the cigar that we had that was unbanded. Okay. Um, and it turned out when it came out, it was the guardrail. You had texted me and said, Hey, you're right. It was the guardrail. Oh, remember that? Yeah. No, so I was like I the last Actually, one that we did. Yeah. The last one we did. The dude, last one we had. I know, but I, well, I've done like, you texted me. I've done a couple of, I did a couple of them in a row. I got my December one done super early in the month because I knew this month was mm. going to be tight. So I got that off to them. Like first few days of December. So, yeah. I did the November one and the December one almost back to back because gotcha. my November one was really late. So, um, well, regardless, awesome okay. cigar. I really enjoyed it. Uh, that's actually one of the better cigars I think of this top twenty-five list this year. Um, I actually expected that to be in the top ten. Uh, I probably would have voted it in the top ten myself personally, yeah. but close enough, man. Twelve, and, and, and again, it's one of those cigars that was. You know, it could have been. I'll, I'll look real quick. Where are you? Yeah, it was a you know a a vote or two away from cracking the top ten. So, well, there you go, which is great. Well, coming in at number eleven, it's another entry from Mickey Peg. It's the All Saint Cigars Colorado, which I remember when he uh, debuted that or well when he brought it for the first time to tpe um yep. when it was first coming out and i'm trying to remember was that was that last year or was that 21 it was my first year tpe so 22 uh, 20 was it 20 was it 21 22 22 22, 22. yes yeah, so because i know he gave me one so um it was awesome great cigar really but, good yeah it is and uh but I remember telling him at the time that uh, it was good that uh, I I thought it would uh, get a lot of a lot of oh, awards and accolades. You know that it's like because he had yeah. just gotten he had just gotten the Cigar Authority's um, uh, Cigar of the Year for the St. Francis. Was it? So maybe that it was year? twenty. And I remember it wasn't that year. Well, I remember, it wasn't that year. But I remember telling him like, "Oh, you're gonna get." You might get it again next year with the Colorado. It's like this, that's this good kind of no thing. because uh, that was the year, um, Perdomo's got it that year because that was the year I was remember I was the first one to get Nick with the coin, 
Yeah, but the and coin comes out the year after that they had it. Nope. No. Yeah, they have it for the it, year. It and came out it... in the show pack. So, so this year they'll have. The I remember. I, I just remember distinctly telling right. Mickey that All you right. know he was gonna whatever. anyway whatever <laughs> whatever fuck it <laughs> okay fuck it, we'll do a live <laughs> so uh that and the fucking printer started like coming alive on me and i don't know what the hell that was all about i was like what the hell god damn ghosts anyway um so do we want to get into the top 10 here or do we want to like save that and review the 10 later let's we, review the 10 later even though number 10 came out i would say number Thursday, 10 is, is, is out you know, and the number mm-hmm. nine will be out, you know, today when this episode drops, you know, but probably uh, midday. It's mid- been, they've been mostly mid late morning, midday. Yeah. So, but uh, um, yeah. yeah. Okay. We'll, we'll, we'll leave the 10 for later. So, that so has my been question is this, Nick, let me ask you this. Yeah. Out of all these cigars, do you think any of them should have been in the top 10? Hmm. Why are you going to put me on or do you, the spot or do you, like that? Or do you not want to, do you not want to play favorites? Um, See, yeah, that's why I kind of like. Don't, I understand. That's why I kind of like the way that we do this. That you I and know, I are completely <laughs> like detached from it, and I don't have to like, you. you know, make a decision. Um, I'm with. Oh, hang on a second. Let me go. I mean, I'll, I'll start while you're looking. I mean, yeah, honest, I need to I, find the list that you sent me of the top ten so that I can. Uh, gotcha. Uh, gotcha. Make sure. I probably I I probably would have had that the guardrail uh in the top ten probably over I would say at least two of, of the top tens that are in there now. I probably three. I won't say which, but um and those three wouldn't be far off, but I feel like those would have switched. And with this Colorado being on the list, the All Saints, yeah, yeah I really enjoyed that cigar. Um I, that that as well probably would have got a top ten vote from me. I will say there's probably I'd say there's probably two two that I would have switched out of the top 10 for two yeah. that are in the 11 through 25. Um I'm not going to say what I would take out of the top 10 um no. and in terms of what I would put in the top 20 or the top 10 from the 25 Again, it's just personal smoking preference. I tend to like, uh, or I've been for the last, oh God, couple of years now, gravitating towards the Sun Grown, the Habanos, that sort of thing. That Garofalo Sun Grown is amazing, and I'm not doing that just to. I knew you were going to accuse me of it, but dude, it's a. Fucking, I knew everybody listening it, is. It's doing a that. Perdomo cigar, for God's sakes. Okay, so like, let's let's be real here. This is it's a really good cigar, and I and what do I smoke like? constantly on the regular perdomo habano sungrown so yep. you know i mean it scratches where i itch so yeah i mean that's a good cigar and then um i i would agree with you on the colorado the all saints colorado i i really like the all saints colorado i probably would have in if if i would have been given that list of all those cigars and say make your top 10 I think those two would have made it into the top 10 versus two that are in the top 10 but i'm not going to name what two those are and you know what's interesting? You bring up Perdomo. I, I guess you can't, we can't say that a Perdomo wasn't wasn't even nominated, but the Garofalo is a Perdomo. So yeah, yeah. So technically, 
you want to get technical, it was in there, but you don't see any other of his core lines. Yeah. And it's too bad because I'm not going to lie. There's a few in those. Dude, there's some of those that I would dominate on the regular list. On my, the regular. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's okay. Like, it's okay. Like, that's fine. He's not hurting because no, of this, but at the I was same time. Say, I don't think anybody's crying themselves to sleep over it, but um, no. yeah. But yeah. Um, but it'll at be... the same time, this shows that people are smoking everything. I will say, too, it'll be interesting to see if the 30th ends up on the list next year. And part of me says that there's going to be a percentage of people that put it out there and vote for it and, and nominate it and everything like that. But the, on the flip side, the limited availability of that cigar, I think might be the thing that kind of holds it back from more of the, the broad appeal kind of thing. Like yep. the yep. people that smoke it are going to love it, but the people, but the amount of people that smoke it are going to be way less than the amount of people that, that don't. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, listen, I'm going to do this. I'd, uh, I apologize. I have to, cut for a second i have a barking dog at my door oh that i need to tend to so it's not waking everybody else up okay but uh i don't know if you have something to do but i apologize i'm gonna be right back you know what i'll talk about my monthly cigars for a moment while that's you're a great great there idea how do i kill this camera just hit mute and just go i'll away. stop video i see you oh, okay Bye. well anyway so my monthly cigars guys is a premium cigar subscription service where you can get a uh, box of cigars sent to your door every month. Uh, come in a couple of different sizes. They have the Robusto box, which is four cigars for $30. They have the El, El Presidente cig- uh, box, which is eight cigars for $50. It's two of everything that's in the uh, Robusto box. And you can get those shipped to your house and enjoy them every month. If you use offer code PULPIT, P-U-L-P-I-T, you get free shipping on your first box. And, uh, you know, you can go from there. And while you're over there at MyMonthlyCigars.com, you can also try the fucking good coffee. Um, You can pick up the Daily Press, which is the Cigar Pulpit Blend. You can also pick up the Lounge Blend and a variety of other beautiful, beautiful coffees. Um, And if you go over to what? Oh, uh, well, I think that promotion's over by now. Um, Anyway, uh, that's fucking good coffee. F-A-H King goodcoffee.com you can go to that website for the coffee but you can also get some of the coffee over at mymonthlycigars.com um anyway i guess while he's gone uh i'll go ahead and start this segment it's time for the villager cigars entertainment report Brought to you by Villiger. Villiger Cigars, one of the leading cigar and cigarello manufacturers in the world, founded in 1888 and still family-owned and operated. Head over to VilligerCigars.com and check the store locator to find a shop near you that carries them. We guarantee that Villiger Cigars will be a wonderful addition to your humidor and cigar rotation. So, uh, Villiger Cigars Entertainment Report. Um, What have I been watching lately? Um, I have been on the road the last, um, few days and busy doing stuff. And so realistically, I, Hey, he's back. I literally just started the Villager cigar segment. So, uh, I was just explaining that I've been on the road lately. Haven't really, uh, had time to watch much of anything. However, prior to, uh, coming on to record with you, I was sitting in the easy chair watching some TV I had access to cable. 
Oh yeah. I haven't no, That's... and this sounds stupid. I haven't had access <clears throat> to cable in a number of years, and you know, I did the whole cord cutting thing. And one thing about the streaming apps is that when you're in it, you kind of have to decide. You have everything available, but you have to decide what you want to watch. Okay. With cable, you have the flip. You can flip through. And if something catches your eye, you can be like, what is that? And you can stop and start watching something and you can figure it out as you go. I miss the flip sometimes. Just the mindless flipping to just find something. Mm -hmm. And so earlier tonight, I was flipping between Intervention, Catfished, Dateline, and Ghostbusters. And it was amazing. Dateline, huh? And it was amazing. Were you looking for yourself on To Catch a Predator? Were you looking for your episode? <laughs> Son of a bitch. Not <laughs> supposed to mine? Not supposed to talk this about mine? that. <laughs> uh, why don't you have a seat, Nicholas? And the courts made Chris Hansen take that one down. <laughs> anyway. Oh, my God. What a, yeah. great, uh, what a great show, To Catch a Predator. I love that. I, I miss it. He's got a different one now on uh, YouTube. Oh, yeah? Because I think he does. I think he's on one of those, like, I don't want to call them podunk Mickey Mouse, but like those like lesser known streaming channels. Yeah. And he does like a different show and it's not called catch a predator, but it's something similar. It's another take on those words. And he's like way more of a dick. And it's really <laughs> funny. Like he'll sit down and fuck, like the cops will come in and put, I saw when the cops came in, they put the guy in the ground. Holy they had him shit. cuffed. They had the guys, they had the guys face in the rug and Hanson's sitting there, legs crossed, sitting back in a chair with his clipboard, just asking questions like, well, why did you say, uh, beep, beep? Yeah. <laughs> like, why did you, I, I have it right here. Well, I don't have any pity or, or sympathy for the people that they're taking down because, you know, no. I mean, whatever. Um, That's I, why I love it, too. I, I love just I, grabbing yeah, I mean, I've made no bones about what I feel should be done with people that, do things to yeah. kids on this show but anyway that's neither here nor yeah. there but so yeah. you know so um a cable so yeah i'm with you my, my yeah, folks so now have I've been flipping. cable still okay yeah that's awesome it's but here's the thing with streaming you can flip with youtube tv because it's the closest thing i think yeah. that you have because you can just go straight through and it's still watching everything and you kind of get that you don't see the words at the bottom you see the actual like yeah. Uh, show. Okay. So every block has the show going at the same time. So it, it, it's not exactly the same, but it's as close as you're going to get. Yeah. But I, I, I agree. I don't you have, have to pick what you want. I don't have YouTube TV. And uh, Hulu tried getting me to subscribe to the super premium, whatever the hell package the other day. Yeah. I So I'm done watching Dark Side of the Ring, and they have a, mm -hmm. another show called Tales from the Territories which is okay. from back in the day when they had the different wrestling territories before Vince McMahon kind of sucked them all up and merged them. And um, they bring the old timers together and they just tell goofy stories from way back when. Mm. And it sounded really cool. So I wanted to watch that. Well, it's on Hulu. However, it's on their premium thing, which is like $70 a month. And I'm I like, fuck you, you know? So right. Right. I, uh, I did not do that. Now, the first episode well, is is available in its entirety on YouTube. So I watched that, huh. but, uh, yeah. I mean, that's the thing now, dude, we, we all have so many streaming services that we might as well have cable. Yeah. 
you know. Oh, dude, I think to be honest, I think if I were to add up the amount of money I spend on streaming services, I'm probably spending close to what I would be spending on cable again, which is we do it every year. It's so bizarre. You know, when you think about it, it's like we're all bitching when we had cable like, oh, I just want to a la carte and pick what I want. Then you finally get Mm -hmm. to do that and they consolidate it up to now you're spending the same amount of money. Yeah. Because they sit, they separate everything and contracts and all that stuff, and you know it's uh we go through it every year. Like at the end of the year, we'll probably do it in a couple of weeks. We'll probably look at which ones we have. We I, we always drop one or two every year. Yeah. Um, I just keep the core. I keep the YouTube TV. I really like that to be honest, and, and because another reason it has the I think the better sports packages now that they have the NFL package too, yeah, which is awesome. They did a really, really good job this year. I'll give them credit in the first year, which means it's only going to get better. I mean, you can pop. They do what I always wanted to do. They have uh, what I always wanted to do was take my, I have a 65 inch. Uh, I have one of the curved TVs in my basement, flat screen, all that is super nice, but I always wanted to put multiple screens on the TV, like picture in picture kind yeah, of was. Yeah. And this year, the the NFL package has that. You put four. I mean, it always had the eight, but you could put four different games on, on one TV. And now you can use multiple TVs for that. You, I think oh. you can use up to three per account. So you can have 12 on at once. They never really have 12 at once, but yeah. you can put 12 on at once. Now, also my basement, I also have a wall of four different TVs and, and recliners that I have set up four days like that and like March Madness. So I've got three games going at once. Actually four, sorry. So now I do four. I used to do three with Red Zone, but now I don't even yeah. watch Red Zone. Yeah. I just I got all I got four well, yeah, games you got going the games at once going. every Why Sunday. Do you need, yeah. It's awesome. Interesting. It's awesome. Yeah. Right. It's really cool. You turned your base did a good job. Buffalo Wild Wings. It's a it it kinda <laughs> is. Like <clears throat> during uh, March Madness, I, I you know started last year. We used to go it's funny you mentioned that. We used to go Everybody would take the day off on Friday, uh, first weekend of the tournament, yeah. basketball tournament, and go to Buffalo Wild Wings, meet there at like 11.30, and just stay, eat and drink all day, watch the games. Now, come to my house. <laughs> so we spend the whole day Friday from 11.30 to you know 11 o'clock in the basement, just open. We got Papa Shop back there, down there. Meanwhile, there's all these unemployed Chill Buffalo out. Wild Wings employees that you know, like waiting for tips. Yeah, say they're all just like <laughs> that. Fucking Gervais. They're doing fine. He used to party they're at our fine. place, and now he's doing it there. I'll tell you what, Buffalo Wild Wings, which is funny. I'm even thinking about this. Hey, bring back cigar smoking. I'll show up. I'll come there. It's true. Because I I remember smoking cigars in a buffalo wild wings when i used to visit out here really so this is back in the this is like 14 years ago right yeah so i lived in mass i lived out in boston and, and my wife now i was from out here in ohio so we would come back and forth and you know visit and stuff and and we'd go to buffalo wild wings with a group of people sit at a huge round table and i light up a cigar wow i would bring my cigars in and i would like there just sitting and drinking and and it was really interesting now that I think about it and it's odd. Like it's really, really yeah. odd to think back that, you know? Um, but yeah. it was, it was cool. Yeah. Right. This is like 14 years, 14, 15 years ago. All right. Crazy. Well, there you go. Hey, bring it back and I'll show up. There so. you go. Well, what have you been watching? Anything? Mm. Since the last time you were on? No, it, <clears throat> I restarted Sopranos. 
Um, it's, I can't, I mean, every time I watch it, I catch something different and I'm watching different things. And like, I'm, I like watching from the beginning and seeing where the characters started. Yeah. You know, and I'm in the first season, I think I'm like episode five or whatever. They just got, sorry, I'm boring you. No, um, I, it's just, I know, I'm just kidding. Late and tired. Uh, yeah. They just had the dinner where they announced Junior as the boss. And the staff, the wait staff that was there had all like the, uh, all the, the cameras. lapel yeah. cameras. Yeah. yeah. And they moved them all. So that's the last one I just watched. And, okay. uh, it's just really interesting to see where these characters were from the beginning and how they finished. And, and what's funny about Paulie is he's constant. He's the yep. same throughout, which I didn't realize until like this time watching it. Yeah. And I'm like, shit, he is. Silvio's different. Christopher changed. Tony changed. Carmel, like everybody changed. Yep. Obviously, the kids grew up. But then there's Polly. Polly was, <laughs> he stayed the same <laughs> old time. It's fucking great. It's yep. awesome. Yeah. He's like stupid, but in, in, in his wisecracks at the same time. Like, yep. It's really, it's good. It's good. <laughs> I like it. So that, and then uh, I finished that Big Dig podcast. Oh, yeah. Uh, fuck, it's so good, man. It, it was really good. And I don't know if I mentioned this on the last show, because I think when I was on, I was only on like, episode two. Yeah. So I'm in the car, and I'm listening to it. And I forget which episode it is, but they're talking about Charlestown. Charlestown is adjacent to Boston, right? So that's where a lot of the mass, a lot, some, uh, a lot, mass transit goes through, like the T can go through there so they talked about how like people get from towns surrounding boston how they used to get into work and into the city and from the north shore to the south shore so north of boston to south of boston they'd have to go through the city to this ugly overpass and they basically took the, the gist of it is they took this huge bridge overpass that went through downtown boston tore it down and then put it underground okay and for all the shit that it's gotten over the years, like, because this, I grew up with this, like, hearing all about what a mess. Oh, this is yeah, traffic, blah, blah, it sucks. It is one of the greatest civil engineering feats possibly ever that was done and accomplished. It, it's amazing what it was and what it is and how much better, as much as traffic is shit show in boston yeah at any given time it is believe it or not much easier now much smoother so people who were driving before this the big dick started and driving still now doing the same routes yeah same route to like here they they say it's night and day like it's so much better so but anyways i don't think i talked about something like episode four of driving and they're talking about charlestown and uh all of a sudden i hear this voice start talking He's like, oh, it was a shit show. And I'm like, that sounds familiar. That that voice sounds really familiar. And then he's like, yeah, we talked to a Charlestown resident, uh, comedian Tony V. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, no shit, that's right. That, that's Tony. So he's in the podcast, like he's quoted. Nice. And then he has a little line at the end, too. It's funny. It's uh, So, yeah, shout out to Tony V. Tony V. Who's Making apparently it. up in my all up in my life the last couple of months. I was going to say, in the big dig. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's pretty cool. Well, I know talking to the guys, um, the authority, like afterwards, like I, we were talking about where he lives and you know all that kind of stuff, and 
he's a he's a lifer basically which is great you know taking notes for your stalking later no i just know what he's got taking (laughs) notes to no i won't say that i don't want to get his personal shit out there peep through the window (laughs) i do know he got his coffee he did comment on a on a a post that he's like i finally got my coffee because that guy uh bill burr stole it so uh, (laughs) i left some for him with dave and dave uh, apparently got it to him so he said he liked it fucking bill burr anyway a fucking criminal you better start drinking coffee soon Uh, there you go there you go (laughs) so yeah other than that i i really haven't uh gotten into much just okay. still just watch football season and uh, i don't know i want to start you know what i did just put my list though uh this afternoon was uh married with children so i'm gonna start oh man from the beginning you know what i think that's a show that has gotten some sort of a recent resurgence because i'm seeing a lot of clips on instagram and reels and that's things like that me. of it yeah and it's like that's man, what got me what? it said this show this show today would 100 percent be canceled right oh, away yeah and they showed a clip. Al was in. Al, Al had a wig. And I saw it this morning. He's wearing a wig. He's like, "What do you guys think?" And they all start laughing at him. And then Peggy says, "You look like a fruit." That would never fly <laughs> no. on cable. To, to, no. And then the kids are laughing. And uh, what was it? Is it Bud? Bud. I think the yeah. Kid's name is Bud. Bud's like he's like he looks like uh, you're having a hard time opening the closet door. Like I was like, holy shit. Yeah, this no. is brutal. No, so Wouldn't I'm sure today. it's going to be funny to watch. No, not yeah. at all. Not yeah. even on like HBO. But, yeah, um, but that show was super. That and The Simpsons and whatnot, man, yeah. vital for the life of Fox right off the bat coming into the right. into the network wars. Yeah, I think that's why Fox got that rap early on. They were like yeah. edgy. Yeah, well, you know? the, what that the in living color. And Tracy yep. Ullman. Great and, show. Living Color was a great show. Yeah, yeah. So, Cops. Um, those were all super. Cops, right? Yeah. Right. So, yeah. Right. So, yeah, um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start watching that. Um, God, oh. What is that even I on? I just had something. Uh, Hulu. I'll be damned. Okay. Yeah. Hulu. So. I guess they're so merging that, that in Disney again. Plus sometime next year. It's always been. It's. I think it's actually been connected. Yeah, but they. They. they I got an email the other day that now there's a Hulu hub in Disney Plus, no. where you can see Hulu content, and it's the beta. And from what I gather, I oh. think the goal of this is to try and merge the two, because um, I know like Paramount Plus they shut down the Showtime app, and they merged mm-hmm. Showtime in with Paramount Plus. And yeah, then, everything is swallowing everything else. Well, yeah, Max, HBO Max merged with Discovery, and so now you have Max. And so I. And Cinemax. I, I'm pretty sure, right? Cinemax. Oh, no, no. Showtime is in there, too. Showtime was uh, Paramount. But what is the other one that's in Max? In the Max HBO. It used to be HBO Max. HBO now Max, it's Max. I thought it was Discovery. Maybe Cinemax? It's Discovery. Trust Maybe me. Right. I know yeah. it's Discovery. Okay. Because. Because that's where my episode of Man vs. Food was at. And now I can watch that on, on Max. Well, how, what do you figure? How do you figure out what to watch between that and your To Catch a Predator episode? That's like. Oh, that's the, hard. the Man vs. Food is so much more fun to watch. 
It's better to show. I was people. not on to catch a predator. For those people who <laughs> are sitting, I was not on. I not. That'll N-O-T. be a short. That that'll be a, a clip. That I specifically I said show. I was not on <laughs> to catch a predator. Um, yes. Anyway, so. Oh yeah, but where I am is Instagram at the Cigar Pulpit. Uh, we're also on Facebook, where we have the Pulpit Parishioners Group, which is how this list came about. You know, it's yep. where the idea originated last year. It's where the nominating and the voting took place. So, if you want to be in on it for next year's list, go over to Facebook and uh, join the Pulpit Parishioners Group. It's uh, it's a private group, but all you gotta do is ask, and I'll let you in. Um, yeah. I'm on Twitter slash X and YouTube where you can watch this. And uh, I don't know. We'll, we'll yeah. figure it out from there. So Yeah. And then yeah, you. I mean, look, I'm everywhere at my monthly cigars and fucking good coffee. And uh, like I said, 100 bucks, spend $100 at fuckinggoodcoffee.com. And I'll tell you the bottom two that didn't get a vote on this uh... list. Um, <laughs> but, hey, you know what I saw today real quick? Oh, Going back to give Villager a little bit, there's two things coming out next year that I got hyped about today yeah. that I saw. One was uh, the trailer, the new trailer for um, the new uh, Beverly Hills Cop. It's coming oh, out I heard there was a trailer year. coming out for that. Yeah. Trailer came out today. And then uh, I did see an Judge announcement. Judge Reinhold in it? Yep. Ah, oh, sweet. Yep. Okay. The, the old cop. Yep. The, yep. You, you Everybody's gotta, back. Gotta have Judge Reinhold. Uh, and then um, I saw today an announcement February 4th, I think, is uh, the final season of Curb Your Enthusiasm starts, which I'm excited for. So, so yeah, that'll be great. That's, That's uh, not a show I couple ever things. watched or got into. Oh, so good. Watch yeah. it from the beginning. I could watch that from the beginning again. Okay. I think it's I I but um Oh, and uh one little addendum to mm. <laughs> the uh the death show that I did with Noah on Tuesday. <laughs> uh literally dropped that on Tuesday and literally on Tuesday Andre Brower uh yeah. of uh Brooklyn 99 and Homicide Life on the Street passed away at age 61. Um I read earlier today that I guess uh he secretly had been battling lung cancer and mm-hmm. uh you know whatnot so but yeah real shame yeah. I, I i liked him as an actor it's and, good dude uh, mm-hmm. you know it's like that one kind of came out of nowhere and i was like son of a bitch you know listen to me good dude like i knew him i meant to say like you good yeah. actor yeah <laughs> he's probably a nice guy I don't know. i'm sure he was what a was nice fun- guy you know but yeah what's funny about that is i was when i read that yeah <laughs> i read the headline and i misread it like dyslexic and I'm telling uh, my wife, I go, oh, the captain from Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Remember him? She's like, yeah. I'm like, yeah, he got killed in a homicide. <laughs> like, she's like, holy shit. Holy really? shit. Like, yeah. It's like, no, go, no. Nope. He, he, False was, alarm. he was on, I can't read. on homicide yeah. life on the street. Which, I'm like, I can't read. That show has just popped into my, like, on my radar, like, a couple of different times. Because I think I mentioned that, maybe it was in that episode, there was somebody else from that show that passed away. And I remember, I think it was that episode. I don't know. I, I know recently I mentioned Homicide Life on the Street and was basically saying like, oh, this is a really, it's it's a really underrated, really good show. And it's not mm-hmm. one that um, you you see and hear a lot of uh, these days. But it was on NBC. I never saw it. It was on NBC. I remember they did like a crossover with Law & Order at least once. But um 
dude it was it one order it's crossovers with everybody it was so good it was such a good show it reminded me of like almost like a prototype of like the shield like it had that kind of gritty kind of cop situation like mm. kind of like the shield so i don't know i'll have to see if it's available anyway i would imagine peacock maybe might have it if anybody would i would think they would but whatever so yeah cool yep well anyway um yeah so that's the business of the day well guys be uh watching all of the socials closely as we announce the rest of the top 10 um release dates for the top 10 I know um, pretty much every weekday. So every weekday, yeah, except um, I was going to say we Christmas take, Eve and I was Christmas, say, we, I think. We take some time off for Christmas uh, as a way yeah, to. Uh, it, it works out that way because then uh, that Friday, I think, is the 29th, and that will be the uh, number one cigar release. So it works out like almost perfect. And I'm working to diligently to get uh, the manufacturer that won the number one cigar spot scheduled to be on i'm not going to say uh scheduled for that episode so um i'm working hard for that so yeah so the day this episode drops number nine will drop then on monday the 18th number eight 19th we'll have seven wednesday 20th six thursday the 21st five yeah four so then, yeah, okay, so then the 22nd is when number four comes out, and then it jumps to Wednesday, December 27th, when number three comes out. So, yeah, just like you said, taking off yep. taking off the, fr- the weekend and then Christmas time. Because yeah. I remember when we looked at it, it was uh, it made sense, and that Friday is the last Friday of the year, and yep. that's the cigar of the year. So it makes sense. Cigar Why wait? Year. There we go. Why wait? There you no go. bullshit here. <laughs> <laughs> no bullshit. <laughs> There's no bullshit here. Tagline. No bullshit here. There you go. Well, Nick, All thank right, you so much for taking time out. You want to say anything about your cigar before you go? Oh, it's awesome. I mean, this thing is powerful. There you uh, go. Uh, diesel, AJ. I mean, they're always powerful. So, no. Uh, how was yours? Non-existent. So, Good. Um, Good. yeah, I'll have a cigar no sometime flavor. soon. No, no flavor. No flavor. It was fucking horrible. So. Anyway, well, I'm going. I'm not. I'm going to go a week without cigars next week. I'm on my way to uh, Disneyland, Disney World, happiest place on earth. Unless you're a cigar smoker, yeah, because they don't even have that Sosa cigars in downtown Disney anymore. I am that little shopping plaza or whatever that used mm-hmm. to be the little last refuge of the damned. They had like two chairs in there that you could sit and have a cigar in. I don't even think that place is there anymore. Well, usually when I'm in a hotel on a vacation like trip like this i don't know if my hotel has it or not but if there's a balcony yeah. i'll bring some because i'll sit out have a couple yeah. drinks at night and uh kind of wind down i'll bring some for that but i don't anticipate even having that option yeah the disney property are you staying at a disney property yeah yeah, yeah i'm not gonna say because the paparazzi will just i get it but all uh, over the place, so. but the disney properties they've cracked down pretty hard on the smoking stuff which yeah. is so funny what do cigarette smokers do I don't know, because that's what I was about to say. Walt was a giant cigarette smoker. Right? Yeah. So I mean, It was also way back when, almost 100 years ago now. I mean, true, but, you know, honor the man. When smoking was cool. Fucking cool. 
<laughs> okay, cool, man. Put them in your, roll them up right here in your sleeve. Oh we went as, God. I was, we had a group in college for Halloween once. We all went as greasers oh, from Lord. like the 50s. Yeah. We got, no joke, we got all the girls in our dorm. We got jeans from them because that's what we could fit them. We would put their jeans on. They were so tight. We all had white tees, rolled up pack of cigs in there and slick back hair. Phenomenal. We were caught. We were the shockers. <laughs> I bet you were. I, got I a, bet we got you a were. <laughs> Nick, we got a group photo and we're all like, oh my God. <laughs> and were they the pink Phenomenal. ladies? <laughs> uh, no, they didn't. They weren't any of them. Oh, and they see, definitely weren't the stinks either. That's disappointing. <laughs> oh, they, they wanted nothing to do with us. They were probably. Oh, I bet they didn't. Really. <laughs> frustrated that all to, these guys could fit in their jeans trying to stick a <laughs> pinky in their butt i bet they're probably not wanting anything to do with you anyway hey, nobody said anything about doing that you literally said we costume. were the shockers yeah that was like it didn't mean anything uh, that was our code right you know what i mean i oh, bet I it was it <laughs> you know we didn't do nothing <sighs> bunch of dudes well guys this has been another sermon from the cigar yeah. pulpit i'm nick Shaka. <laughs> Everybody stay safe and stay smoking. That's a hell of a way to end the show. Shocking. <laughs> Sing. At least I wasn't meant to catch a predator. I wasn't. saying for the record i was not on sketch predator i don't need that rumor started just saying i don't uh, know what to say man. All right. now 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 i'm tempted to to go and make up some video with <laughs> with when chris hansen coming out no 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 right no <laughs> we don't need any date deep fake oh. shit like that no no that no would be some shit all right later guys see ya <laughs>